Robots Radio presents Rated M for Mature. Welcome back, everybody, to the Download Weekly Gaming News, the show where we give you the DL on gaming. L, L, L. <laughs> the latest in gaming every week in a small bite-sized download. I am your glorious, gracious, generous, okay, gargantuan host. James do, do, do. Con- no, I'm just kidding. I, I was I'm apparently the soundboard now. Dude, you're on it. It, yeah. it was all it was all the joking about uh, old radio commercials you were listening to earlier, the theme songs and whatnot. Oh yeah. Are you gonna introduce yourself, Brenna? I said Brenna. I am said, the soundboard sound- Brenna. Oh, you did. You did. Okay. Did all I not right. do it right? Brenna, Brenna. <laughs> Bro, so good. There you go. So good. I got you, babe. Oh, yeah, so good. Song. Yeah, I know. Okay. I got you. All babe. right. Uh, thank you. Uh, so let's uh, let's get started. We got a lot of energy this week. It's because our our Rams our Rams crushed it tonight. Honestly, like I'm wearing my my jersey right now as a as a Cardinals fan as well. That one hurt. Nope. Get it. Get it, Rams. The sad part is if the the sad part is the Rams are probably not going to play like that next weekend when they. I don't they know, were. and we their nonsense. We're talking. We did beat the Bucks last time we played them. Well, fingers crossed again because we're going to Florida. Ugh. But if we if we win there, then it should we're be back, an easier game. We're back in Los Angeles, yeah. playing the winner of I can't remember what game. That's it. We that's the Super Bowl, isn't it? No, there's because we're going for conference. No, it's the Super Bowl. There's four games next week. So next week is the semi. Next week is like the quarters. Yeah. And then the week after that, we'll be back at L.A. for the conference championships. And then if we win that, we're in L.A. again the following week for the Super Bowl. And that would be the first. Oh, my God. That would be the first time in history a home team has played on their field during the Super Bowl. That's so cool. And it's just been built. It's such a nice stadium. It's it massive. So nice. I didn't think I didn't realize yes. how large it was until I. Uh, yeah. So anyways, enough of that <laughs> football recap. Uh, as our story, why we have so much energy diving on in. So a couple big things uh, this week. Uh, so we've got some Activision Blizzard back in the news again, and then we'll be talking about some uh, God of War, and then we'll probably talk about some consoles, some other, some other miscellaneous stuffs. And, stuff and uh, things. Yeah, you know, stuff, things, buddy, pal, friend, chief, chief? hombre. Oh, hombre. So uh, first up is Activision Blizzard pushes out uh, dozens of employees over workplace misconduct. But while this is great, again, it's too late, you know, too little, too late. But then at the same time, 
they're not even pushing out the people that are the actual problems, which are people in management and Bobby Kotick, who is still around despite all of this. So it just it doesn't yeah. seem like enough. It seems like these people are being offered as like the sacrificial goat for Bobby. And I think the hilarious part that this article also notes is that as soon as they did this, their stock rose like one almost two percent. So I don't I don't think that this is an actual genuine firing. No, degenerates, bunch of degenerates. And we also enter week seven of the uh, Raven QA strike. Uh, Activision Blizzard just doesn't seem to to care. And, you know, Call of Duty suffering people people are playing dropping, you know, Warzone because the game is incredibly buggy. There's game-breaking glitches like the uh, invisible skin that you could buy, you know? And so just people are just raging about it, complaining about it. And, uh, I mean, it's only a matter of time. If players start dropping, they start losing money. Yeah. They'll do it. That's how you put the, the power back in your hands. Make them suffer. Suffer. Give it to your hate. You're suffering. Oh my goodness. I started him on a thing. Death. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Fantastic. Do it, Anakin. Mm. Put him down. Well, for the love. And you shall become I, what? <laughs> The fact that you know the whole monologue. It's several different monologues all put together. Right. But yes. Anyway. That the tangent aside. Uh Lego is now the latest company rethinking their partnership with Activision Blizzard. Uh they have put out a statement saying they are reviewing their partnership with Activision Blizzard. Lego makes uh Overwatch Legos. So they yeah, are, I didn't even are, realize that they made Legos. That were correction. correction. It's actually go. They were actually set to start coming out in February, Mm. but uh, Lego has postponed the release as they reevaluate their relationship. Wow. So good on Lego. Make it make them hut. Hut. Do it. It's going to be a thing for the rest of the entire show, isn't it? The old twist. Yep. The old twist. Uh, in a not surprising twist, the reviews of God of War for PC are phenomenal through the yeah. roof. A critical, uh, reception. Success. I was going to yes. say critical success too. It's rocking ninety-seven percent pos- positive reviews on Steam, which is unheard of, and it just runs. It's better than any other PlayStation game they've ported to PC, and it just. You know, Days Gone is at 53% positive reviews. Horizon Zero Dawn actually had a lot of buggy issues with theirs. It's at 84%. Um, So, like, the next one is the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection, which I will need to pick up. I need to pick up this God of War, too. Oh, God of War is so good. I know. I need to pick it up, and I need to actually play it. That is the second part of just picking it up. Play it. You like my Italian... The Italian, the fingers. We're doing a lot of twisting motions with our hands today. Yes. Oh, oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen. I was just doing the twist and shout. 
Um, I was gonna make a soundboard effect, but I'm really I can't. That's X-rated. No. no. No, you're not allowed to do the sound effect. No. <laughs> no. Anyways. Save that for later. Man. Says to for you know that is a pillar franchise for Sony. So that's what it says a lot to me is now that they're here, like Sony has fully embraced PC. But um, God of War devs have even mentioned that it was a real it was a real battle to convince Sony to uh, do PC ports. That it's been a constant struggle to convince them to approve it that all of the studios all of their first party studios have wanted to do it which is great pc and playstation it's great that they finally obviously god of war has been doing so well and they allowed this to happen and i don't see why they won't continue to do it well that's what i was saying is that this was a big internal push from these developers from sony santa monica to get sony playstation to allow these pc ports Yes. That Sony itself did not want it, but the developers did. So I don't know why they wouldn't. Because Sony is an idiotic company. <laughs> so is Nintendo, thinking that they can release DLC when they can't even get a functioning online internet system working. I don't know. These Japanese companies, man. Crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, I can't argue with you on that. They live in Japan. Japan exists in another dimension. This is also very true. I don't I don't believe that Japan exists on this plane. Neither does China. China's in their own dimension. I don't yeah, that's an interesting one. Which I mean, not to get political, but like the, the videos that have been popping up recently of like the Oh, you haven't seen? There's been a lot of uh Chinese journalists that have been like sneaking throughout the country recording footage of the concentration camps. Yeah, it's not going well. The Uyghur Muslims. Is anyone surprised, though? I mean, honestly. No. I mean, this is the same country that has all those stupid video game rules and whatnot. Like, you have to be... Can't play more than three hours a day if you're, like, dumb. Communism, everybody. (laughs) It's great! No, okay. Moving on. (laughs) Unrelated tangent. Uh, But yeah, and God of War from the critics... Excuse me. Oh, goodness has gotten just phenomenal reviews from the critics. Uh, you know, the best review I, I saw was uh, from uh, Windows Central. Uh, a pillar of its era, you know, a masterpiece arrives on Windows. So good. And the, the subheading is one of Sony's most prolific games has finally arrived on PC and it's exceptional. So strongly recommend you picking up God of War if you've never played it. I certainly will. I'm looking forward to it. It's a beautiful game. It's a great story. Uh, It feels amazing to play. It really grabs you as far as like the emotion goes. And it's just freaking beautiful. And it's a great way to get yourself ready for the next one, which comes out soon. So. Moving along. Uh, There are now rumors circulating. So 
I think last week or the week before we talked about uh, E3 announcing that they were going to be online only again. And uh, now there are rumors slash leaks circulating that E3 online might even get canceled. Thank you. So we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that. See what happens. Um, Shuffling some stories around here. Shuffle, shuffle. As we go, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't think E3 needs to be online. We're good, you know. I, I think I'm the era, I think the era of E3 has ended unless we go back to making it an actual conference. I'm tired of these game shows. I want game conferences. Agreed. Because a conference is you sharing your Product. stuff. A show is you advertising. Yes. Your product. I'm tired of the advertising because they're just blatantly lying to us in too many. And they do it all over the place. Yeah. Because there's like the game of summer, there's the E3, then everyone has the X play and the Xbox event. And like, we're getting it too much. We're getting it too much. Uh, I don't even remember when the last time they had a GDC, the game developers conference. No. I mean, it's got to have been at least like three years. Yeah. Just because of COVID. Uh, but that one's normally in uh, Germany. They host that one. It's like the second largest conference after E3. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Halo developers 343 have announced that they are reviewing feedback regarding the Halo shop and are beginning to roll out changes uh, about how they package and price items, bringing prices down, uh, adjusting packages, you know, giving more value to players uh, for what they are spending, you know, and also reducing the price to kind of get to that point, which is all great. It's all things they needed to do. And it's been a big complaint of mine about the store is the store, the progression. Like I should not have to pay $20 for an armor skin. That is absurd. It doesn't even make any sense. Like at that point, you're running really close to DLC. Like you buy two skins, that's $40. That's like a full DLC price. So to use another game as an example that's free to play, League of Legends. Most of their game, most of their money comes from purchasing uh, in-game cosmetics for your character's skins. League has, over the years, developed a very effective tier system for when they release skins for characters. $5 is your basic skin. You know, most skins will run that or less when they have sales and whatnot. $10 is a good quality skin uh that's usually like the new price for most skins that come out just because they're you know fancy whatever 15 dollars is like a legendary skin like this is like a qual this is like a special limited edition skin it's got a whole bunch of stuff but then they get all the way up to 25 dollars. they go from 15 to 25 and that is like an epic skin and they've released like maybe one of those a year and it's like a complete redesign of the character. It gets all special, unique sounds, and it has more like interactions with other players. So, for example, You're... one of them. Oh, Go ahead. On. No, no. Yeah. Example is one of them was called DJ Sona. So it changed the character Sona to look like a DJ. And then her different emotes would change the music in the game. So she was like an actual DJ and it made the game music electronic instead of the normal fantasy. And that was a $25 skin. Not that I'm saying these skins should be that much. That's ridiculous. I Did I buy them? 
yes, I spent a lot of money on League. Oh my god. But um, at least that design, far more reasonable. But like Halo, you're just paying, you know, for basic shit, $20. Way fucking overpriced. Absolutely not. Sorry. You are paying for decorative ones and zeros. What? The fact that anyone buys skins at all is stupid. Have you are you familiar with CSGO gun skins? It's <laughs> stupid. I thousands of dollars. Moronic, honestly. Some knife skins go for thousands of yes, dollars. The black in CSGO. No, or the, CSGO. Yeah, what is the It's like the rainbow butterfly one is usually an expensive one. There's one that's like a like similar like black ice, but it's friggin' expensive. I remember opening a CSGO crate once. The crate itself is like $2.50, and then the key is usually like a dollar, $2.50, something like that. I can't remember. But I opened a crate once, and I got a Vulcan AK skin, which was a really nice skin for the AK. It was like field-tested, which is like the third worst quality. Like it has scuffs on it versus like factory pristine. But uh, I play. I was so excited. Played with that skin for a while, but then Shadow of Mordor, was about to come out, so I listed my skin on the Steam store. I sold it for fifty bucks, and I bought Shadow of Mordor for fifty bucks. Ridiculous! Bought a game with a in-game cosmetic. I I can't. I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to. I think I did one battle pass for Siege, and I've never done it again. That's the only amount of money that I've put into cosmetics like that. Uh, yeah, I know. I think we both I think you and I have both bought in one or two because you bought the Legion one. Uh, and I bought one. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, I I don't put a lot of money in the games anymore. I've probably put I did buy the Halo Battle Pass for whatever that was. And then I did buy one armor package. Uh, so I put I put some money into Halo, but considering I'm playing it for free, you know, I've all probably only put in what I would have paid if I bought the game. Right now, I'm the most like the game that I am into the most is 20 freaking dollars on Steam right now. It's Raft. I mean, like it doesn't need to be that money I ever spent on Call of Duty was buying those anime Warzone skins. Made all my guns pink with waifus on them. I even had like. A truck? Oh my god. It was glorious. It was if so much fun. If they want to make money, they need to do more of that. I agree. I mean, let's just look at Halo with the cat ears. Yes. Hotcakes. But no, I. but there's also a line. Like, Call of Duty's become silly. True. So that's okay. But Halo? No. Leave Halo no. alone. Battlefield? Absolutely fucking not. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Rainbow Six, I'm okay with it. Because most I of the time... Too. Most of the time, they keep it pretty decently in line, and then they only do it for very special events that they do the silly stuff. So yeah. I'm okay with it. And it's still not mega bright, because in Siege, you do need to be, like, a little bit... You need to blend in. I don't know. Pink Unicorn Tachanka is... That is also, yeah. But I'm usually not one for for those skins, but it's yeah. uh, to each of their own. Uh, I like the Tachanka. So good. That's a good one, too. Uh, last week or the other day, a couple days ago, yeah, last week, 
marked the end of an era as Halo 3, uh, as Xbox 360 servers were taken offline, most notably uh, Halo 3. I, I love that lobby thing, how it showed used to show you where everyone was that was online and how many people were online. Games don't show you that anymore. They don't tell you how many players are online. I wish they did. It's yeah, nice. To, it's nice to know when players are on. It would put like however many people were currently and then it would show a map and it would yeah. be like a realistic light. Yeah, they got, they got that from Halo. Yeah. That's what that's what Halo did. Look at the picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the image. So that Halo was the one that started doing that. Uh, so, yeah, Call of Duty used to that. Call of Duty and both Halo also used to tell you how many players were total online yeah. and then how many players were playing each playlist. Yeah. Or each game mode. Then you, you have the bounce. data. Yeah, they just don't want to share it with us anymore. Wow. That's so simple, but you love it. I, it's such a nice feature for me to be like, sometimes I could be like, you know, I'm really in a search and destroy, you know. Mood. Mood. But then I can see, ah, there's not a lot of players on. Like, you know, maybe not now. Or you can see when more players are playing different game modes. So you're like, oh, yes, hardcore team deathmatch is popping. Everyone's Let's do it. it. Yeah. yeah. So especially when Halo always used to do the uh, like weekly community game modes, you know, they bring yep. out Griff Ball or zombies. Well, everyone was diving into those. Transparency, man. They've taken hey, the transparency man. out of Yeeny. Gaming. Hey, man. <laughs> That's a good movie. You gotta watch that again. I watched it the other night. I watched that and the other woman the other night. So you guys are behind. Uh no, I watched the other woman the other night. So. Well, yes, that's why I mentioned that I saw both. Uh, but you're behind. You gotta watch Just Go with it again. It's so good. I own it. I own it too. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. I own the other woman now too. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we love how we use... share each other's Amazons I and we buy them you... all on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> we have all the same movies. You dork. You dork. Dork. Uh, people are loving their mobile gaming. Uh, in a report, an estimated $116 billion hey. was spent on mobile games during 2021, which is a... 19% increase since 2022. Not surprising. Um, you know, mobile games have been a growing trend as more companies are trying to like develop mobile games or even bring console right. and PC games to mobile. Like Genshin Impact was a big one that came out um earlier this year. That is mobile and PC. I could pick up exactly where I left off playing on my computer on mobile. Phenomenal. Yeah. So I think it's only natural that we see it increase and especially with everyone being at home and, you know, all that kind of stuff or being online, you know, I'm guilty. There's been some times where I've been on zoom calls or zoom trainings for work and I'm, it might look like I'm looking at my camera, but I'm actually like glancing down playing games on my phone. Fantastic. So everyone's doing it. Just don't get Her body doing it. Yeah. Come on. Don't be, and don't guy. do, and don't do stupid things. Don't yeah. do stupid things. You hear about the people like watching porn or like, you know, whacking off during like calls. And it's like, what is your life? How do you even like, how can you concentrate like that? Well, and how, how do you make that decision that here? Let me, let me turn my camera off or mute myself and go take care of business. It's like, what is wrong with you? How is it hitting you at that moment? What is wrong with you? I like de I like grab out like a debugger 
check out my whole room <laughs> before yeah, I do anything. Everything. Like, yep, yep. Lock every door, every window. Yeah. Gotta maintain operate operational integrity. Batten down the hatches. <laughs> Great references. Um voice actor Troy Baker is receiving a absolute ton of backlash uh after announcing support and um promoting a vague nft ai powered like scheme or program um he's most notably the voice actor for joel from the last of us uh also jonesy in fortnite whoever that is and i realized the fortnite characters had names or voices i guess so uh, and he's also been the Batman and Joker multiple times in several Batman games. But um, the service is called uh, Voice NFT. And no one really has any idea what it is. You know, very few people can actually even explain, uh, you know, NFTs for how much, you know, they are selling them. Yeah. And so he he announced that he's partnering with it and uh you know they're working on you know all these things and you know one of the big criticisms is uh a lot of people have fired back about the environmental impact of NFTs. And because it's like crypto, you know, it's all computer based, it's you know drawing power, it's not good for the environment. And all the companies say is like, "Oh yeah, you know, we're working on developing you know, you know, new techniques and methods to reduce all that. It's like, well, it's great. You're not doing it now. You're choosing not to do it now. You're trying not to do it now, but you're promising you're doing it later. What is it? What good does that do? And it's, I think this whole voice NFT company is known to be slightly sketchy. So I, I don't know, man. I purchased just, this thing and it's like a huge hard drive. Act. I don't know. I'm out. I'm out. And this guy, this guy's just looking for a payday and he can go F himself. I don't know that I want to purchase something that has a full tracking list of everything. Like that blockchain of just your name is forever ingrained in this unit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, it's in, well, it's annoying too. Like you're seeing all these celebrities and things that are getting paid, you know, like him that are getting paid to do it. But, you know, in actuality, they're promoting stuff that they don't even know what it is. Yeah, I could see that being a thing, too. And it's just a whole it's just a whole deal. It's like, you know, you're just doing this to make money. You don't know what actually you're selling. And people are calling them out for it. And they're just I'm at least happy that everyone seems to be against NFTs except people with money. So this is this is good. Mm -hmm. NFT is bad, but this the response is good. This is the response we need. So, uh, Xbox, this is, this is a tale of two consoles right here. Uh, so, uh, two very different decisions. So Xbox has announced that they are discontinuing the, uh, Xbox one product line and shifting all production over to the Xbox series X and S. Makes sense. Uh, you know, the end of 2020, their console had already been out for over a year. So it was time. Was it out for? It was out for over a year, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Time has been, the last couple of years are very fuzzy on the uh, space time continuum for me. 
So they have ended production in that, but it makes sense. Consoles been out for a full year. Sales have been incredibly strong for the newer consoles. You know, why would someone want to waste their money on the old one? You know, get the the next best and greatest. Uh, and plus, then it allows them to crank up production of the X and S. Yes. Um, Sony. <laughs> on the other hand. Uh, on the other hand, has decided to combat the shortage of PlayStation 5s by increasing the production of PlayStation 4. Their statement is they want to fill the supply vacuum and keep gamers within the PlayStation ecosystem. But this has literally everybody asking, why aren't you just producing more PS5s then? If you're saying that there's a shortage because of the like computer chips, what? I mean, I understand it is different chips, though. Yeah. But why are you making more PS4s? I don't know. And I feel like that's not a smart and who's idea. who's going to buy them? I don't know who will, because I guarantee you anyone that is going to buy a console right now probably already has a PlayStation 4. Right. Like, and, we're, and now that Xbox has discontinued the Xbox One, Xbox is probably a year maybe two tops from stopping releasing games yeah. on the Xbox One, which means Sony has got to be in the same boat. And they eventually, are. Yeah. So who's going to buy your PlayStation 4 now just to buy a brand new PlayStation 5 like next year? What? People will be what? all right. Plus, you can go and get a used PlayStation 4 for cheap. Like I would just if I really cared that much, I'll just go buy a used one and eat the cost for now. Yeah, I have to I have to gulp. So fill some space. So. Gulp, 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 gulp. Thank you for filling the space. No problem. You did a great job. I am the job. soundboard. I am the soundboard. <laughs> yes, you are. Can you give me a. Oh, that's great, man. Oh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> so good. Give us give us a nice honk and a little hiss. I'll do a honk and hiss at the end if you're good. Oh. Oh. Look at that. Oh, he got a little tidy. He shifted a tie. <clears throat> a Russian mobile game studio has released a DLC character or turned their colleague into a DLC character and are... We're quietly doing it to sell the skin and all the proceeds raised by that uh, they were using to give to their colleague to get, you know, to pay for his prosthetic arm. That's just awesome. That's wholesome. Seriously. And even the, even the character they designed, they made it look like him. He's got the it prosthetic arm as well. Like yeah, it looks it's great. You love to see it. This is what's so wholesome about gaming. It is. Um, it's and a it's cool freaking skin, too. And it's for a. uh the studio is uh, Pixonic, which is part of MyDot Games, and their flagship game, which the skin is in, is War Robots. You like to check that out. So it's pretty cool. They even gave it a whole story and everything. Yeah, I like that the skin is like kind of matching. Like you can tell that he's like a pyrotechnic and probably blew his arm off. Um, so, yeah, really awesome. Great to see you. Video games. They have the capability to be so wholesome and yet so terrible. Yeah. Goodness, excuse me. And then lastly, uh, for today, this week, 
Stalker 2 has been delayed until December 8th, 2022. Uh, they said that they need the additional seven months to achieve their vision. Uh, eh. This right. is like, this is normal. Yeah. Uh, and they've been, they've had a lot of people, there's been a lot of back talk about some of the stuff they were considering adding to games, which included NFTs. So I'm not surprised that they're going to take the additional time. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. At least they're being transparent. Yeah. They've been decently transparent. They've been pretty good about communicating on social media yeah. and uh, responding to the community. So, which is always a tough thing to do. Yeah, I mean, our community is great, but it can also be very, very intense. Oh, he is great, man. Oh, he is great. So good. Uh, <laughs> so good. I got it, yo! Okay. Ow! We can all hear it. There's quite a few songs that have, uh, like, the build-up and then the, like, the, you know. Ow! Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, but that's going to do it for this week. Any other fun little topics, Brenna, you want to chit-chatty about? Chit-chatty about? What are we, uh, dum ch I don't friggin' know. I'm just trying to fill dead space again. Yeah, uh, we, we saw Eternals. Forever. We did see Eternals. We yeah. played video games forever. We're no. mega behind on movies. We finally saw oh. Eternals. So right. it was good. It was good. I need I need to get more into this phase of Marvel before I can like make it a judgment on how good Eternals is. It was okay. There's just no buildup of it. See, the problem is with like the other Marvel movies, you had Spider or sorry, Spider-Man. Uh you had Iron Man that got you pumped for like years. And then they started branching Captain off of the other Yeah, they started doing Captain America and everything else. And it was like, okay, we Four. are building yeah, we were building. And we got Avengers. Yeah. Building just, a whole world. Eternals was good, but yeah, it's definitely it definitely has less build up than uh than some of the others. But it's also a little bit different too. You know, it's not as like silly or goofy as like Guardians of the Galaxy, which had didn't have any build up either, but True. it was like more into the series. I feel like Guardians of the Gal Galaxy was a smaller unit this is so many people and like so many new elements and this like higher power i would appreciate it if they had like their next track with the eternals instead of making an eternals 2 is to do backstories on everyone and then make an eternals 2 Maybe, like it would know. be kind of cool to see them on like other planets and stuff like that yeah i just don't know if there is like really a backstory you know just because of the story of eternals i think it's yeah. kind of weird i think we got as much backstory as we can get but uh well, clearly these people have memories they just don't yeah. remember them giggle mesh was the best so good super funny yeah yeah so it's uh it wasn't bad but yeah we're still trying to get caught up on like cowboy bebop uh witcher season two uh i've seen dune Brenna has not seen Dune, so we gotta get her to Dune. we gotta see get her to see that James Bond, the new Spider Man, Spooders. I know movies are actually coming out again, so we might Yay. have to. I know we might have to redo your uh, AMC. Yeah, I know. I've been thinking about that too. the The issue though, right now with movies, is there's no movie times. They're so limited. So bad on the times that it makes it really hard to go because like before yeah. we could always go after work 
Yes. Because there would at least be a couple. Now there's like one. It's like, okay, do you want like 7 p.m. or 10 p.m.? It's like, I'm not watching yeah. a movie at 10 p.m. on yeah. a weeknight. Like what? I, I have work. I've got things. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, uh, we've been playing a little bit of magic, new magic set coming out soon, but uh, otherwise not, not too much. We haven't, we've been busy. Busy, busy, busy. <sighs> yeah. So, but uh, yeah, that'll do it for this week. Little update for you guys there. Little peeks into our lives. My yeah. hair looks really good here too. Oh, for the love. Yes, it did. Actually, I noticed that earlier. Thank you. Uh, but uh, that will uh, do the do. So we will <laughs> we will see you on the flip side. Good luck. Have fun. Oh, we got to watch Matrix. Matrix leaves this week. Oh, yeah. It's on our list as well. Anyway. Good luck. Have fun, everybody. Honk. I had to do it at the very end. And remember, uh, keep your goose loose. I almost had my brain stopped. God, get me off this podcast. My name is Brian Burton. It's been 26 years since the bombs fell. And since I've left the vault, I've been trying to rebuild. This isn't the Appalachia that I remember. There's so much more to everything going on. And I promise to find the answer. So if you're out there, if you're listening, just hone in on these coordinates. Remember, there's a place for you at the end. Omega. The Omega Broadcast Fallout Story is available on iTunes, Spotify, and many great podcasting sources. In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta, people never stop loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. 25 years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart in their epic struggle for survival. Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of 15, an intelligence of two, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. Simon, a complicated anti-hero who chooses light and hope, but accidentally becomes a cannibal and wakes up naked and afraid with a Scorch Beast Queen after a date goes terribly wrong. What? I mean, it's a wild wasteland, right? This dark humor radio drama will have you driving off the road and crawling out from under the fallout. Two men. One wasteland. And so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout 76 podcast. Rated R. Now streaming on your holotape player podcasty thing.